uh, college students, especially, or maybe you're in high school, or maybe you are in your late 40s, or maybe you're retired. I don't know where you are in life, but any of these really are great. It works for anyone. Yes. You do not need to be a college student to get into user-generated content. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ecom Life Podcast. As you can see, Brian and John are not here this week. Instead, you have us. Uh, just a reminder as to who we are. Hi, I'm Jared. I'm Lindsay. We are both social media interns for Quadra. Oh, yes, we are. This is so fun. <laughs> yeah, this it is. is, this is we don't have supervision this time. They no, just, we don't. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> uh, Ecom Life Uncensored? Probably not. I feel like we'd get in trouble. Yeah, we probably <laughs> wouldn't be interns anymore if we did that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, all right. But this week on the good old podcast, we're actually, we are two college students. Actually, Lindsay just graduated. Like, I did just graduate with a degree in marketing. So, but I did experience college for the past three and a half, four years. So I still have some insight. Yes, I still am a college student. But today we're going to talk about business ideas for all of those college kids out there who maybe want to be entrepreneurs or even just want to make like an extra buck on the side. Those those are side hustlers, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess we should just jump right in. Um, I think so. I don't know that there's much else to say about it. I mean, I guess one thing for me when I have looked for side hustles is that I find that there are a lot of scams. There's a lot of people that are like play this game and you'll earn a hundred. There's so many ads that are like, play this game and you'll earn a hundred dollars or like fill out these surveys, but it actually takes you like four hours to fill out a survey and then you get 70 cents. Um, so I've come across a lot of those. So we're here to give you some tips for things that actually work. And although I will say you are going to have to put an effort, it's not a super passive sort of income. It is, you still have to try, you still have to put an effort or else you're going to find that it's not really going to do anything for you. But if you do that, these are some side hustles that are going to be great for you as a college student. Yes, we are not here to try to like multi-level marketing you. Uh, <laughs> this is, we're, we, we're not going to give you any like get rich quick schemes because that that's that's unrealistic. And, you know, that would just be, you know, the blind leading the blind. Yeah. You can make six figures selling this multivite. No, not today. Absolutely not, not. Not now, not ever. Absolutely not. All right. Um, so the first, um, right now I do a lot of social media here with Quadra. And in doing that, I learned a lot about UGC, which is user-generated content. Are you familiar with UGC, Lindsay? I am. Tell me a little bit about what you've learned about UGC as the actual content creator oh, here. Yes. Um, so UGC, in its simplest form, is when you create content, social media content, TikTok videos for companies, and they pay you for the content itself. Uh, you do so as an um, an independent contractor. You don't do it. Like, you do not work for, I don't know, what's a, what's a company? Let's say I'm making TikToks for, like, McDonald's or something. I'm not a McDonald's employee, but they're going to reach out to me, or I'm going to reach out to them. We're going to make a little agreement, and I'm going to make content for them for some sort of benefits. A lot of the times, companies will give you money um, to compensate you. Sometimes they'll give you, like, free product, maybe. Uh, I personally, in my experience, maybe wouldn't take just free product because your skills deserve more than just, like, some free lotion or whatever. But that's essentially what UGC is. I would, to add on to that, I would also be kind of wary of products 
or companies that are trying to say, hey, we'll send you a free product. You just have to pay for shipping. Nope. Don't do that one. That's a scam. <laughs> so yeah, UGC is super, super cool. Um, if you go on like TikTok or Twitter or Instagram and just type in like UGC creator, there are a ton of um, pe people, a ton of micro influencers who do UGC full time as like their career. And they've from what I can see, I found a lot of success in it. I've looked into it myself. I haven't gotten there quite yet, but someday UGC will be my, I don't know, my hobby, my my hustle. Honestly, it's a good one to have. <laughs> I mean, me as someone that works with affiliate and influencer marketing, UGC is incredibly important to companies just because a lot of companies see that there is more engagement. It seems more authentic. It's not a well-produced ad when you're doing UGC and their companies aren't wanting you to do a well-produced ad. They're wanting you to be authentic and allowing like people to see how other real people view the brand. So maybe we should get into some tips on how to start doing UGC. Oh, I think that is such a good idea. <laughs> In my experience, um, there are so many like ways you can get involved uh, with UGC. Um, I've seen a couple prominent ones. Um, the first is that you just start posting on your own social media channels and brands will reach out to you about doing UGC. Again, UGC is different than just doing like PR stuff. It's not just like I'm going to be an influencer and get PR packages and review them. Um, they do have kind of have an companies and brands will have an expectation for you to reflect them in a positive light because they're paying you for what you are saying. But that's one way I've seen people get involved or more prominently. And I think what I would probably assume is an easier way to get involved with UGC um, is just to start, you know, kind of building up your own portfolio and then reaching out to companies and saying, hi, I'm a content creator. My name is so-and-so, and I would be interested in working with you and kind of set your own boundaries and expectations. Uh, be, be willing to negotiate, obviously, um, especially when you're first starting out. But getting into UGC, I think that Again, as someone who has not personally tried it, from, just from what I've heard from other people's experiences, um, reaching out directly and just kind of, you know, introducing yourself and showing them some of your previous work and being like, here's why this would be a good choice for your brand is a great way to get started with UGC. I definitely agree with that. I think one thing that I want to point out is that UGC is not the same thing, like you said, as being an influencer. You don't have to have that following, even a small one. You don't have to be a micro-influencer. You don't have to be a nano-influencer or anything like larger than that. You really only have to, like, you only have to rely on yourself. You don't have to specifically rely on your following because they're, like, brands are not specifically relying on you to promote the product to your audience. You don't necessarily have to have a large audience. Just it has to be more authentic. And oftentimes, brands are wanting to post these types of things on their own page and have ads with you in it, but it's not specifically going on your account. So it really doesn't matter the type of following that you have. But yeah, I would agree in saying that having a portfolio and having a great way to introduce yourself to companies, that is a really good way to start with UGC. Yes. And another thing with UGC is that creating content doesn't need to be complicated. Um, and some of the best content you can create is just very simple and very authentic. Um, if you have a phone and know how to um, like basic editing like iMovie or you know how to use like TikTok really well or you know how to use like Canva really well um, and kind of having those really entry level basic social media skills. UGC might be the way for you, like might be the way for you to go, um, because again, like it starts off, you're gonna don't expect to start off and to be like a full time content creator right away because that is unrealistic, but it's 
a great way to kind of jump into the industry, working in social media, um, networking and getting brands to kind of know you. Um, uh, several times from what I've read and seen, uh, people will start working with a brand and creating content for them. And it kind of becomes um, routine. Like brands will come back to them again and say, hey, we have like a new product or hey, like we're like altering this or this or that. So kind of, I think UGC is a really simple way if you don't know very much about marketing, but you really kind of want to get into the, starting to make money and networking and getting to know people as a college student, especially with very limited time. Ooh, that's the way to go. It's also important to do networking because if you are looking to move out of this as a side hustle or even just looking to work for some of these companies that you're promoting for, you already have your in. You've already networked with these people who are reaching out to you and now you are able to say, hey, I've actually collaborated with so-and-so and that might be your way to get an interview. Yes, absolutely. I think that's enough. We've kind of gushed about uh, you yeah, content now for the last little bit. Uh, Lindsay, a little bit ago, you mentioned affiliate marketing. Do you kind of just want to touch oh, yeah. kind of that as like its own separate kind of idea? Yeah. So like I said, I do affiliate marketing with Quadra. And so this is somewhat in the same realm as UGC in that you don't necessarily have to have a very large following. I would say it's more important to have like dedicated followers, people who are like trust you and trust your judgment. And if you say, hey, I really enjoy this product, use my code to go purchase this product, they will trust you and they will do that. So We've said this in a couple episodes before, and we just talked about affiliate marketing in our last episode, but basically affiliate marketing, you are just receiving a commission for people who purchase products when they have been referred by you. So I think that's another part that can kind of be associated with UGC, but just something worth mentioning as well. Yes, I think I I know we don't want to talk about affiliate marketing for a super long time because mm -hmm. we just did we talked about it a lot in the last few episodes. But I just think um, affiliate marketing is so interesting because I feel like it's I when I started at Quadra didn't know what it was, um, and I still can't believe I didn't know what it was. But it's like now like I'll scroll through TikTok or I'll like be on Instagram and it'll be like hey like check out these awesome products like use my code for ten percent off because then not only are you getting a deal as like the consumer and being like yeah I'm saving ten percent on a sick sweatshirt. But then that person who gave you their code is also making commission or like Amazon storefronts. Oh yeah. We know. talked about that in the intern episode. <laughs> it just blows my mind. All right. Um, so kind of with that though, I think another great way that people can make kind of some extra money, maybe start their own business in college is through freelance work and kind of just, there's a lot of unique skills that you can kind of, that you can learn, especially in a college environment um, that can, you can apply really well. And there's a lot of different resources that you can kind of charge other people for your skills. So we're going to talk about some of those. I think the first thing to mention is that there are a bunch of different marketplaces for these freelancing sites. Like, for example, like off the top of my head, I can think of Upwork. I can think of Fiverr. I know there's a ton more and they vary based on like use like how it is to use their program and then also the is commission the right word like the commission they take from whatever you're making it's not commission i don't know if it is commission but i but I know they take the a cut that. they take a cut out of what you earn but it's different between all of the different companies but yeah there's a bunch of different options you can really figure out which one works best for you and i think for most of them they're not going to take any money 
um, until you actually make money. So you should be able to sign up for free, decide if you like the platform or not. Yes. Yes. Um, I would agree with that. I think that there's like, there's a lot of ways to really put yourself out there and kind of start monetizing your skills, but there's also so many skills, some that you might even already kind of have and have explored, um, that you can be like capitalizing, not like, I don't want to say capitalizing off of, cause I feel like that, but you like monetizing, monetize your skills, because if you have them and you're not doing anything else, you might as well. Um, like for me, um, I learned how to copyright. I used to work for the university newspaper. Um, so I learned like copywriting and I learned AP style and that's a skill that now I have. And it's on my resume that I can just do really kind of for fun. And copywriting is a skill that's really desirable and that you can find a lot of freelance work that surrounds. Um, so if you like companies will reach out and they will um, be looking for people to write scripts for like, um, terms and conditions, maybe, maybe they're looking for, um, copywriting towards marketing materials or mass emails. Uh, but that's a skill that you can have that I feel like is very, very beneficial. You can also learn how to copyright online for free, just like Google how to copyright. That is true. If you want a more thorough class, like there's probably offered on the internet somewhere, but copywriting is a very easy skill to learn, especially if you already know basic, um, basic like grammar and phonics in a specific language. I'm not going to say English because who could knows? be any language, honestly. But yeah, once you kind of know those basics, copywriting is just a lot of style choices, which is super, super easy to learn. There's also a bunch of different other things you can do. For example, if I were to do this sort of thing, I'm very interested in graphic design. I think doing like design work would be super cool. You can also do like management work. You could manage someone's social media. Um, another important thing for this is find something that you're passionate about. If you hate every moment of copywriting, why on earth would you want to do that for freelancing? Or if, for example, you specifically want to write copy for a beauty magazine or like something that has to do with beauty, uh, just do that. Like you don't have to take every offer that there is. You can do things that you are extremely passionate about. And that's honestly what's going to help you do the best. Because if you're passionate about it, you are going to do your best work. Yes, absolutely. And with that, if you have a skill that you think might not be like very beneficial, uh, find ways to make it beneficial because I guarantee if you are really good at like, I don't know what's an obscure skill that people might have. If you know really like how to play the piano really well, like for example, Is that obscure, that's not that obscure. I feel like I don't know how to, <laughs> do you know how to play the piano, Lindsay. I do. Oh, it's embarrassing. I don't know how to play the piano. <laughs> um, but, and you want to kind of, anyway, if you know how to play the piano really well and you're looking for a way to make some maybe extra income or kind of start off making that your career, you can start by like putting it out there on the internet and saying like, Hey, I'll come play events. I'll come play. Like I'll come play your school prom or I'll come play your wedding. And even then kind of get your name out there. It doesn't need, just needs to be a very technical, like businessy type skill is kind of the point I'm trying to emphasize here is if you have a skill that you're passionate about, you can probably freelance it in one way or another. Yeah. It doesn't even need to have like be certified or anything like that. Um, if you have a portfolio, Honestly, most of the time people value your portfolio more than your certifications. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with a college degree. Like, of course, people love to see that you graduated college, but it's not a necessary thing if you have all of the experience necessary. Yes. There's actually a friend I went to high school with, um, and they started doing graphic design in high school. They were taking like the concurrent enrollment courses in like Adobe Photoshop um, and Illustrator. And they just right out of high school started freelancing that out. And I... I've never talked to this person like since we graduated, so they probably have no idea I exist and I'm talking about them on a podcast. <laughs> uh, so shout out to that person. I'm not going to say their name, but, um, but now they, they make, they just barely posted on their Twitter a couple weeks ago that they had just accepted a position making like $70,000 a year doing graphic design work for a firm. So I think like 
you kind of what Lindsay was just saying, you don't need to kind of be able to like show that you have in writing, I can do graphic design. You just need to be able to show that you can do graphic design, be able to kind of add value to your words. You don't just need to be able to like provide the words of that portfolio over everything. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, I feel like we've kind of somewhat exhausted that topic. We so have. let's, let's move on to our last topic, which I'm sure some of you probably could have guessed print on demand. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> print on demand. I love print on demand. All right. I think you're being paid to say that. Uh, right now I'm being paid to be on a podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I print on demand was something that I wasn't super familiar with. I feel like like once you know about it, you know about it and you can recognize it. But I wasn't very like, I guess, conscious of it. Like now I do it. Now I go on like Amazon and I'm like looking at products and I'm like, oh, that's probably print on demand, print on demand. Uh, anyway, for those of you who don't know, print on demand is um, a super easy process where um, you as a designer, in this case, you would be the designer, just so we're clear. Um, you design a quick design um, in Photoshop or Illustrator or even a very simpler, like simple, you can use Canva. Um, I, lo I live and breathe by Canva. Yes, you um, do. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. But you take that design and you can go through a print-on-demand platform, uh, Printify, Printful, Quadra, right there. Quadra. Quadra. Quadra should have come first. Quadra should have come first. Quadra is the way to go. We'll talk about Quadra in a second. I can give a whole speech about Quadra. Oh, boy. Um, but kind of you go through one of those platforms, you can create an online store. But what those platforms do is they allow you to take your design that you've created and to put it on products, on coffee mugs, on t-shirts. Um, at Quadra, we have very unique products. Like we have cutting boards and Christmas ornaments and tote bags and puzzles. I actually don't know if we have puzzles yet. We have phone cases, though. Um, <laughs> but... Um, and then people can then go into your online store that you've created. Uh, they can buy the pr uh, product with the design that you put on it. And a manufacturer will actually design the, uh, print the product and then send it off without you having to be involved with that. You just have to do all the design work and you have to kind of mon monitor the store. And then another party will do the rest of the work. I think one of the best things about print on demand and honestly, all of these things that we've talked about before is they don't really require upfront capital. Um, you aren't going to need to invest a whole bunch of money in order to start this. You can really start all of this today. So that's probably my favorite thing. Yes, I would agree. And it's also, it's very, ver very versatile. Like you can start a Shopify store for, I think it's five bucks is Shopify's lowest monthly rate, Yeah, which is nothing. Five bucks when you're, especially if you are bringing in a lot of money doing this, mm -hmm. uh, $5 a month for Shopify. You can also um, get more complicated and start like integrating into Etsy. I know Etsy is a very popular um, e-commerce platform, or even you can create your own kind of website if you really want to get very passionate and very involved. Uh, but print on demand, um, Really, as long as you can be consistent with it, you know, have a consistent launches per week schedule as the good old John Sanders himself always <laughs> preaches, uh, but regularly being designing and kind of interesting new products. Uh, I think the last research I looked at, it's you average $1 a month per active design that you have for sale. So kind of just regularly though, releasing new designs, um, which is super, super easy. You can make a good design in probably 10 minutes or less if you have relatively basic design skills. Yeah, it really doesn't take long at all. But, oh, dang, I just love print on demand. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what we have for you. Yep, that's it. But thank you so much for tuning in to Econ Life this week. Uh, college students especially, or maybe you're in high school, or maybe you are in your late 40s, or maybe you're retired. I don't know where you are in life, but any of these really are great. It works for anyone. Yes, you do not need to be a college student to get into user-generated content. Um, if you are at a stage in your life where you kind of want to start a new skill, start capitalizing off of a new skill, or kind of start, I guess, starting kind of shift into being your own 
or owning your own business or being an entrepreneur, these are all great places to start. Um, if you are not looking into that, that sounds like a huge commitment. Um, then this is a great way to just make some extra extra money on the side. Um, <laughs> like we say at Quadra, we are here to help you monetize your creativity. Yes, monetize. And monetize your passion. I just added that, but that's good. I think that that's a good a, ring to it. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> monetize your creativity and passion. Because that's probably the best way to do it. Yes. If you do want to get started with print-on-demand specifically, you can visit www.goquadra.com. We have a free masterclass there to get started. If you don't need the masterclass, you want to just jump right into doing everything else, you can visit quadramarketplace.com, and that'll allow you to just get started. Um, we do offer a free plan, so you're not going to be putting any money down up front. Otherwise... Unless Lindsay has anything else she wants to add. I don't. I mean, thanks for hanging out with us yes. today. I mean, this was an unplanned episode. We decided to do that this this morning. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, sorry that John and Brian aren't here, but we feel like, I feel like we make a pretty good we, team. Oh, we do. I feel like if this does good, you will see us again, probably. You might. You might. Uh, but yeah, follow uh, Ecom Life Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, if that's your vibe. And otherwise, we will see you on our next episode. Thank you so much. See ya. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, could you do me a huge favor and like this video? Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got tons of great content there. And if you want to connect with us on social media, check out the links in the description. And we look forward to seeing you there.